0: Welcome to another edition of the Inside Scoop. My name is Neil Crawford. I'm your host and also the founder of Anytime Soccer Training. If you're not familiar with the Inside Scoop, it's a podcast dedicated to helping parents learn about the soccer pathways that would be available to their child if they live in another city around the world. And this show is brought to you by Anytime Soccer Training. Check out anytime-soccer.com to learn more about what we do. Program has over 5,000 training videos, Your child or your team will get super technical. And it's a great way for coaches to see what the players are doing and uh, help them get better, track their progress, communicate. And it's really cheap, less than less than five dollars per player per year or a subscription for individuals less than a dinner for two. So let's get on to the show. So this is going to be a very, very short follow up show. Just clarifying one point from the show that I just published on habit formation within the individual and team training setting. And if you haven't listened to that show, I encourage you to go back and listen to that show. But in that show, i made a very obscure, very nuanced. Very, uh, uh, I gave a very obscure, nuanced opinion that most people will not agree with, but it's just something I wanted to put on the airways to get people's feedback. And the thesis of that show is pretty straightforward. Habit formation in the way we think about it when we see kids play games, is mainly forged in the context of the game. And even in when you're practicing something outside of the context of the game, whether they're doing it in a way that you perceive as a good habit or a bad habit, doesn't translate nicely to them executing it in the game because it doesn't have that same context and those same cues. If you don't know what I'm talking about at all, please pause it here. Go back and listen to to the podcast on Habit Formation and circle back. So from that podcast, and I listened to that podcast this morning, I thought to myself, I didn't answer or address one of the elephants in the room. And I'm really actually working through my thoughts as well. And that's instruction. So what about instruction? Surely, Neil, telling a kid to do this or helping a kid do this or showing them this, that has to have some benefit. And of course it does. And I would like and I would put that instruction to into some big, some big camps. So there's a base level of instruction that anyone needs to play the game of soccer or pretty much to do any vocation there is, right? There's a base level of instruction. So if it was baseball, how do you put on your glove? How do you hold the baseball? How do you throw the baseball? If it's soccer, you know, how do you receive a ball? How do you make a pass? How do you dribble? These are base levels of instructions. And then as an aside, um, I, as a parent trader, I'm very hesitant to pay someone a premium to help my child understand that base level stuff and practice that base level stuff. I think that's in the YouTube category where you can go online, look look, and see what they're trying to show you, make sure they understand the concept, make sure they understand the, pr- the technique, following, following whatever someone's teaching you, and then you're practicing. And repetitions have a wonderful way of self-helping children or anyone self-correct. So there's a base level of instruction. And then on the other end of the spectrum, there are, there are going to be certain areas uh, that are highly specialized instruction, right? Like, and I'm not a soccer expert in this regard. So maybe our private trainers can, can share some highly specialized instruction that they give. I did grow up playing baseball and I know that pitching, for example, requires a degree of highly specialized instruction to really be an excellent pitcher. Right, and that doesn't mean it's prohibitive. If you don't get it, one of the greatest pitchers in the world, Nolan Ryan, didn't receive a pension coach until he was in the in the majors. So you can do it, but in general, you really want to get that throwing motion and that those mechanics of the throwing motion correct early on, or it can cause you to have injury injuries later on. Same thing with uh, American football when it comes to throwing a uh, football. Highly specialized instruction. Soccer, I would imagine it would be like ball striking and stuff like that, just highly specialized instruction. But um, but but then there's another type of instruction that I would call sort of um, contextual instruction, I guess you'd say. I'm kind of making that word up, but it's instruction within the context uh, that you that that you are actually playing in, that you're actually ap- doing the application of that thing in. And there are there are strategic there are instructional strategies that we're not going to talk about right now, and there are zillions of them, right? And then there are instructional methods that we're not going to really talk about now, but and there are zillions of them. But all but whether whatever your strategy is and whatever the method is, it's still within the context of a game-like situation. So if I were evaluating clubs and I want to be very critical, I don't think they think about it like this at all. But if I were being very critical, when I look at a training environment or their training environment, the first thing I'm asking myself is, do they have these elements that I talked about in in, that makes a drill a game like, you know, do they have as part of what they're doing? Right. So so are the decisions that need to be made? Is there opposition or people? Or is, uh, is, is there an, a degree of intensity? Or, or, or are there rewards? Is there objective? And then, and then we get into the teaching and learning, and the and there's a valuable amount of t- teaching and learning that needs to happen in that game context. Because of this, that's why I caution our parent trainers to avoid this area, in many cases, because you really need that context, you need the other players, you need the reward, you need the objective, you need the ideas, you need the um, scoring mechanism, you need all of that in order for these lessons to truly be learned. So if I had to put this in a bow, when we start thinking about bad habits as it relates to a a game, as it relates to the execution of bad habits or good habits in a game, what I have tended to see is the best training environments are those environments that have drills that really really pull out those elements of a game-like scenario. And then they have a level of intensity and discipline in their culture so, that they're constantly able to replicate that game like uh, scenario in training in a training environment. So that any bad habit tendencies that a player has, they're able to identify and correct them right there in a training environment. And they correct them through um, their instructional strategy and their instructional methods. So, some of the correction is just going to be kid constantly is losing the ball. So it's self-discovery. Some of the instruction is going to be directive. We stop, hey, this is what I was expecting. You did, this is what I'm expecting. Some of it is going to be hands-on. The coach is playing with you and modeling what, what they want to see. Some of it is going to be collaborative, right? It, it, and some of it is going to be interactive. It could be we're watching film and we show you. Whatever uh, the, whatever method they're using to get this, to get this across, um, that's where the instruction comes into play. What I tend to see in a poor training environment is they have the context, so they have all of the elements or many of the elements of a game-like uh, situation, but because they don't have the intensity, because they don't have the discipline, because they don't have the high expectations, because they may not formate, for, formulate the game uh, in a way that punishes these types of mistakes, the kids, I don't, I, you. do Develop bad habits is a strong word, but they don't, they do not acquire the habits uh, that will be needed in a more intense game environment. That's a fancy way of saying it's very common for me to see um, training environments, small sided game environments where the kids are basically free playing. I use my younger son as an example. And my younger son is very creative. He's very free spirited. So people will have a view on this. This is not a criticism. These are my observations. So in this type of environment where we don't have that level of intensity, we have a relatively large field. He can just play around with the ball and do all this kind of stuff. It doesn't matter. He's just having fun, right? But then when you translate that to the game, he kind of does a lot of that same stuff. He He can be guilty of doing a lot of that same stuff. And it's, but he's, but so you could say it was a bad habit, but it's really, he, in the training environment during the week, he's not in an environment where that there's, you're punished for holding to the ball too long when they're obvious, when they're, when there's an obvious better decision. I don't want to go to a, down a rabbit hole of should you be dribbling that kind of thing? That's just not, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm trying to say, you know, the game-like representative environment that you have in training needs to be on par with the expectations or even higher than expectations you have in the game. And that's one of the biggest issues I tend, tend to see. And so that's my opinion on instruction. Hey, there's some base level stuff you gotta do, right? Everybody needs to know. I'll be hesitant to pay a premium for that. There's some specialized instruction. I'm not a soccer expert, so I would love our soccer experts to come on and share. There's some, um, yeah, so there is some specialized instruction that you may or may not need, and it would be great if someone could share. And I guess I would be willing to pay a premium for that. But what I'm most interested in is that, that instruction that happens in that game-like environment, as we've defined in the previous shows, because that is something that, as a parent, is extremely difficult for me to recreate and what I would be willing to pay a premium on premium four, And I think when we start talking about bad habits from in, when we see them in the game, it's not because of individual training. Someone is not taking a first touch with the back foot. It's because they are playing. And what you're seeing is a representation of the training environment um, that they're experiencing Monday through Friday. I think the Spartans, um, I think the Spartans had a saying something to the effect of uh, sweat more during training and believe less in war. Well, that's kind of where I'm getting at. All right, guys, this is Neil Crawford with Anytime Soccer Training. Definitely um, send me an email, Neil, N-E-I-L, if you'd like to come on the show, Neil, N-E-I-L at anytime-soccer.com, and we can discuss. And check out anytimesoccer.com to sign up for, uh, for the free application, the mailing list, and get more resources like this. All right, guys, let's get better together.